Welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast for this weekend edition, July 23rd, 2022. As we head toward the end of July and the beginning of August, we are in the dog days of summer. The heat in much of the lower 48 United States. Over 82 million people are affected this weekend by a brutal heat wave extending from the upper Midwest down through the lower Midwest and into the Ohio Valley and Mid-Atlantic states. And even in the Northeast, temperatures remain hot and sultry this weekend. This will continue to affect these areas through Tuesday morning of next week and things will get a little bit of relief but then temperatures will go back to normal in the upper 80s Fahrenheit and 70s Fahrenheit for much of the upper northeast and the mid-Atlantic states. Uh, the south will continue to have popcorn showers as you know the summertime typical summertime pattern for Florida, Georgia's and the Carolinas as these popcorn showers in the afternoon that come up as a result of the heat and humidity in the afternoon the heating of the day. Uh, we will look at the current radar satellite composite for today, Saturday, and give you what the conditions are. And then we'll also get into some of the hazards and look at the tropics and the world's talk, touch on some of the climate change news related to this heating event. So first up, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we have the National Radar Weather Radar Composite Satellite Composite for the lower 48 United States. We currently have showers extending in the middle of the country from the front range of Denver, Colorado, into the plains of Hayes, Kansas, and uh, Kearney, Nebraska, and Omaha, Nebraska. These showers and thunderstorms will continue to affect places like Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and eastward uh, through the Quad Cities of Iowa and into Wisconsin. Heavy storms are possible, uh, severe storms are possible from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, into Rice Lake, Wisconsin, through Madison and uh, Wisconsin as well, and on through the Great Lakes into the Michigan, uh, uh, northern Michigan, from Cadillac, Michigan, over to Saginaw, Flint, over toward the finger uh, mitten of Michigan as well. So these severe storms will continue to march across the Great Lakes, and that's where the greatest risk for hail, tornadoes, and uh, small tornadoes and things of that nature will be at this time. We do have some showers extending out in the Mid-Atlantic. They're coming across the spine of the Appalachians from Roanoke, Virginia, up through I-81 corridor uh, and coming up to the 66 corridor just west of Washington, D.C., along Front Royal, Virginia, coming into the metro about uh, later on tonight between 9 and 10 p.m. Uh, for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia Metroplex, and then ex exiting out through Dover and the New Jersey shores here recently. Now, we do have some showers in the Florida, of course. Florida, the typical afternoon showers extending down I-75 from Lake City down through Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Naples. Those areas will experience showers as the sea breezes collide. Uh, the afternoon sea breezes collide, and that creates those thunderstorms. Juices fired up for those thunderstorms there. Clear in San Francisco, clear in Los Angeles, clear in Seattle. Pleasant, hot, hot, hot. Continues from Lake Havasu down through uh, the Chochella Valley in the Phoenix, of course, and uh, New Mexico. Temperatures in the 1-teens and 115s. It will continue to be hot in Texas, of course, Dallas, Fort Worth, all the way down through Houston and San Antonio and all the way out through the Red River Valley of Texas, Midland, Odessa, all these places. Amarillo will be over 100 degrees. As a matter of fact, Dallas, we have to check and see if you broke your record for longest days without rain. It's been 35 days. Um, uh, officially, they measured this at the airport, at DFW Airport. And so they might have broken the record for longest days above 90 and without rain, above 100 and without rain. So we have to see. And temperatures in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex will be cooling down, like I said, on Tuesday and Wednesday back into the 99, 98 area. So it'll be below 100 for the first time in about a couple of weeks now. This one of the streaks here. Uh, so that's what we have going on nationally here. Now let's look at the uh, National Weather Service current hazards here for you guys. Now we have an excessive heat watch. This is extended in the PNW of all places, the Pacific Northwest. So if you're in Kennewick, 
uh, Walla Walla, um, uh, those areas over there, Salem, Eugene, Oregon, those areas along the Dalles and I-80 coming through the passes of the Columbia River Gorge there, you're under excessive heat warning uh, watch now. And those areas in Northern California from Mount Shasta to Eureka to Weed, California, you're under an excessive heat watch there coming up on the I-5 northern fringes of the I-5 corridor. Uh, the monsoon flow kicks up again in Arizona. So if you're in Phoenix, Chandler, Arizona, down through Tucson, coming up through I-10 there, um, you're going to be in a flood watch there as the monsoon flow kicks up there um, again. In New Mexico as well, we have those flash flood warnings uh, watches in effect north of Albuquerque. So coming through Raton, Mexico, coming through uh, Truth of Consequences, down through the passes there, you want to be careful as there's a flood watch in effect. There is a couple of severe, um, I'm sorry, there is a couple of excessive heat advisories in effect. And for the middle of the country, like I said, this extends from Oklahoma City. Uh, through Tulsa, Tulsa and Broken Arrow, you guys have an excessive heat warning for your area. This extends into Kansas, Salina, Hayes, Wichita, Topeka, into Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Kearney, Union, uh, all those areas, um, and into uh, Western Illinois, down through the Ohio Valley. So we're talking places like Springfield, Illinois, Champaign, Urbana, Illinois, um, downstate, uh, Memphis, downriver, the Mississippi River, uh, Paducah, Kentucky, uh, down through Greenwood, Mississippi, Tupelo, um, down those areas in Little Rock, Conway, Arkansas, Jonesboro, uh, Arkansas, um, those areas in Fayetteville, up through the Ozarks, all those areas are under a heat advisory. And along with the Mid-Atlantic, stretching from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia corridor, all the way up through Philadelphia, Trenton, hmm? um, and on through New York City, Boston, Hartford, Connecticut, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, on through Augusta, Maine. These areas are experiencing excessive heat advisories right now. Currently, this will extend into Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon. So continue to prepare. This will be the two hottest days of the year for most of the eastern two-thirds of the United States as we go through the dog days of summer once again. So you want to take precautions, stay hydrated, um, you know, stay, limit your time outdoors, limit your pets' time outdoors if you have pets or animals, limit your plants' time, your plants as well. If you have sensitive plants, you want to bring them indoors as well. Um, and the ultraviolet light, if you're at the beach, will be extreme and high, 10, 11 um, for these areas. As there won't be many clouds to help uh, bring relief to some of these areas as well, too. So, uh, moving on to the current conditions as temperature rise. Dallas, you're currently sitting at 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oklahoma at 101 Fahrenheit. Kansas City at 100 degrees Fahrenheit. The heat has been firmly centered in the center of the country because we have this pattern, this blocking pattern, this kind of omega high blocking pattern, and the jet stream is far enough north into Canada that these temperatures are extending hot even far enough well up into northern Ontario and northern Saskatchewan provinces here. So you can see in Alberta too. So you can see temperatures 96 degrees in Memphis Fahrenheit, 75 Fahrenheit in Seattle. Very cool, very nice, comfortable there. But we have hot temperatures in Phoenix, of course, 110 in Phoenix, 101 in El Paso, 99 in San Antonio. As you can see, the heat bubble continues. 96 in D.C., 95 in Norfolk, 94 in New York, 93 in Boston, even 90s in extending into Maine. Caribou's currently cooled down to 86 Fahrenheit. So this temperatures continue to take their toll on uh, everybody in America, women, men, kids, boys, girls. Temperatures are extremely hot. Now, the climate change situation we have going on now, remember I reported a couple of episodes ago that Lake Mead continues to drop down, uh, down now down closer to 1050, 1050 feet, the level of Lake Mead water that continues to be an issue. Um, the Earth's surface temperature is rising one degree Celsius every year. The sea level is rising up as well, uh, a couple of meters every year, the sea surface level. So we have these things to contend with. 
And the World Meteorological Organization, based out of WMO, based out of Geneva, Switzerland, continues to say that, quote, there is a 50-50 chance of an average global temperature reaching 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels in the next five years. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we have climate change affecting America, but not only America, but affecting the world. As you remember, this heat wave extended into Spain and into the UK and other countries as well. And they had massive fires over there um, in the wilderness of Spain and Portugal. Um, they had fires, um, runways, runways, airport runways are melting, as you saw the coverage out there at all of the airports in the um, UK and Manchester and London and all these different runways are melting. They had to close the airport down. And um, because the runways are melting because of the extreme heat that they're not used to. Remember, 85% of the world does not have AC, like central AC, as as if like the United States and some parts of Europe. So especially in the UK, 10% um, of the households, you know, 15% of the households have, you know, central AC. But it doesn't get that, like, super hot like that in the summer. They have temperatures approaching 105 degrees Fahrenheit and above in some of these locations. And with the urban heat island, guys, the urban heat effect, which is when you have these, you know, skyscrapers and these close together buildings in the downtowns and the central business district, the CBD, they call it. Um, it creates even higher, hotter temperatures uh, for these mega cities like New York and London and Paris and Bangkok and all these cities that have in, uh, in Mexico City. So this is going to create an issue. We have to really look at this, guys, and be very concerned about the effects of the urban heat island. And um, as you know, the building codes will continue to call for more highly dense apartments condos and flats and townhomes and less single family homes that's another topic uh that's that, not unrelated to the weather but that creates to the urban heat island effect continuing to make an impact so the rest of weekend looks great guys um we do have some severe thunderstorms to continue to brace for and most of that's confined to the upper midwest once again so if you're coming out of i-94 interstate 94 coming out of chicago heading into uh say rockford illinois madison wisconsin rice lake tona the tona interpass uh interchange there between i-94 and i-80 in iowa um and wisconsin and southern um southern minnesota so you're coming out of minneapolis st paul heading down through rochester minnesota that's where the severe weather will be confined to and that's all dependent on the cape the convective available potential energy as a weather nerd you know the cape and the cap uh, the cap if it busts loose there'll be more severe weather but so far the storm prediction center's only given a marginal risk a three out of five um in terms of the scale so that can mean small tornadoes and hail up the baseball size in these locations so be safe um thank you for listening this has been the weather guru podcast for this weekend have a blessed weekend and i'll talk to you very soon